with all of this going on in 2020, I just wanted to, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar a little bit with my podcast. I just wanted to bring, okay, so I wanted to bring a little bit of light and positivity, just especially in these times, it's just so corrupt in the world that I feel like this podcast is just my outlet into, you know, bringing a little bit of happiness and shine and, and especially with black entrepreneurs, black activists, black, you know, um, individuals that are doing their thing and staying positive during these hard times. I just want to shine a light on them. And um, everybody knows, like my audience, they know that I came from Toronto, um, born and raised, and I came just to, to, you know, pursue actually fashion because I got into fashion marketing and merchandising. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's it's something that people, like not a lot of my um, people know about me, but it's definitely something that I um, I started off doing, and so when I met you, it was just like an automatic instant chemistry with me, and just yes. because yes. I yeah like you, I always looked at you as someone who portrayed like such confidence and like you exude it. It like comes out of you, James. Honestly, Thank you so much. No, you know who you I are. No, honestly, you you know who you are. You, I feel like you know um, the reason why you're here on this earth and what you what you need to do. And it's something that people lack. We we a lot of us lack confidence, and and you just bring that that energy and and that motivation. You know, you have that. Like when when people talk about self motivation, I honestly feel like you have that because it's just you you say something and you do it and you put it forth and it's just like the results are like endless like you have been in gq your work has been shown in vogue italia your your work has been on revolt like the list goes on with you and i just (laughs) no i see your little red cheeks but no, I'm, I'm honest, honestly, like you are someone in the black community that we really have to watch, watch for. And we, we look at and you inspire us and being a fashion editor of um, Baldwin for Medium. Right. I got that right. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, girl. Fashion, you gotta stop. Listen, you, you're the one that keep bringing these titles to yourself. These, <laughs> this is what you are. Like accept it and know that we're watching <laughs> you and that we love you and we're just trying to oh, be I up there too <laughs> so I, I and i appreciate you and i want the people that don't know who james r sanders is please let them know who what an amazing person you are and what do you have to offer in your your humble beginnings really <laughs> wow well they definitely were humble beginnings so you, that's one thing for sure. You absolutely said like right, and just really honestly to God be the glory because as you were even talking about some of the things that I that I've done, I forgot about them because a lot of them because when you're working hard and trying to still get somewhere, all you really see is tunnel vision, and you're trying to get to that next step and. I've always had an issue with spending time celebrating the things that, you know, I've been able to accomplish. So, you know, I, I first, I want to say just really to God be the glory because that motivation, that empowerment, everything you said, it did not, it didn't come easy. And in terms of humble beginnings, like 
you know, I was um, I was born and raised in uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, and then Camden, New Jersey, and then Philly. And um, <laughs> all of them places stopped. And, you know, my mom, she passed on Christmas Eve when I was five. And um, I was raised by my grandmother, who passed when I was 19. So ever since I was 19, I've just kind of really been on my own. And fashion, for me, um, early on, I didn't know how to make my gifts work for me. And that was the empowerment piece that I was lacking. And I believe that that's what a lot of a lot of Black creatives um, are lacking early on in their mm-hmm. career is figuring out how to enable their gift to work for them. And right. if you can do that, then you're able to achieve like being able to pay yourself and have things that you need, necessities. But right. I didn't always have that. I mean, I was sitting front front row at Fashion Week and was homeless. Like, I was sitting at the billionaires and had $5 in my pocket. Like, mm-hmm. there was one time in 2008, I remember, I was um, covering Charlotte Ronson's fashion show for um, the Huffington Post. Her sister is Samantha uh, Ronson, who uh, dated Lindsay Lohan, and her brother is Mark Ronson, the famous music producer who dated Amy Winehouse, Mariah Carey, and the list goes oh. on. So she comes from that famous, you know, family. And right. I had Russell Simmons on the left. I had Kelly Osbourne on the right. I'm sitting in the middle of them, looking like a light-skinned Andre <laughs> Leon Talley from when he was 12 years old. And, <laughs> and it was crazy because, like, I was like, Dad, how am I even going to get back to Philly? Like, I have $5. That's not going to be enough. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? Then I said, well, Dad, I can either eat or try to use that $5 to somehow finagle. Like, those were the decisions that I had to deal with on a daily basis. The next day, OK Magazine published Fashion Week coverage, and there's a photo on the front page of the magazine with me, Kelly Osborne, <laughs> and Russell Simmons, and I'm just like, yes. crazy. Like, I guess that's cute, but you know, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is insane. So little instances like that for me, um, you know, were how I kind of came up in the industry because people would say, "Well, you write for Vogue, and you write for," and there were days where I didn't even have two dollars. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I now my motto is purpose driven empowerment through style and grace. And the reason for that is yes, and the reason for that is because um, I'm all about empowering other people, other black creatives like me who kind of fall beneath the cracks sometimes. And I want you to know that even in your struggle, you can always have style and you can always have grace. Because the thing is, I fit in with that crowd. They didn't know mm-hmm. I didn't have, you know, whatever I didn't have, I was able to fit in. So no matter what you go through, you can always go through it with style and grace. And you mm-hmm. and when you come out, okay, because it's in our it's in our nature, it's in our lineage to be mm-hmm. resilient and to survive. Mm-hmm. When you come out of that, 
you can come out abundantly and have, mm-hmm. you know, the things that you need. So I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Exactly. And I love that. And even the fact that, because I really, I didn't know that, you know, your mom passed away at an early age and your grandmother and a lot of that, um, people would have a hard time even moving forward or elevating because it's things like that, that, you know, people suffer with like depression and, and just, you know, have to seek a therapist and, um, not to say that, like, I I don't know if you, you know, mental, uh, mental health is a big thing right now, especially in the black community. No, absolutely. As it should be. Right. And, and the fact that, I mean, we, we see you in the light and, and we see you elevating and that really didn't tear you down to say like you know what I'm not gonna I'm not gonna become something of myself so I love the fact that you kept pushing and and it's and it's really like kudos to you because people that have the help and have people by their side supporting them still don't take advantage of like the opportunities and take life for granted and you really like having you yourself and I like literally believing in yourself and and God and God, you know yes. what I'm saying? So I, I really, that's amazing to me. And um, it shows like faith, man. Like you have to, you have to have it. You really have to have it. But um, James, like why fashion though? Was fashion always something that you just, uh, you were intrigued by? Like, what was it about fashion that made you say, you know what, this is the industry I want to be in? Um, I know you were front row at shows, but it's just like, like what what made you like what was that one person or thing that inspired you to say like this is what I want to do well let me tell you once again it was not always like growing up I was a techie little thing child I I was and it's crazy because mm, it was I, I had no idea I hated getting dressed up like and for black people without like a fashion pedigree most of their background and style comes from dressing up to go to church right. and you know being the grandson of a minister of, of evangelist and coming from a long line of pastors and and preachers and bishops mm-hmm. church was was very much so a part of my culture so okay. when you talk about fashion for me um, my earliest memories are watching my grandmother, like, you know, um, get dressed and how she handled, you know, her garments with hats um, that were so high when I was younger. I used to think that they could scratch the base of God's <laughs> chin. You know what I mean? And yes. going to church and seeing the mothers battle each other over who had the biggest hat and the first ladies and honey the deacons and we're talking the 80s and the 90s so you know Mm -hmm. everything had to match child Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. girl they were doing them (laughs) red shoes if you had red shoes you had to have red socks and a red suit child and a red hat okay (laughs) so yeah but it's funny because when things didn't fit they it they you know taught themselves how to tailor and mm-hmm. garment construction and so mm-hmm. it was skills like those that I kind of picked up but did not have an effect on me until I got in the industry and so growing up I wanted to be a lawyer because living in the projects mm-hmm. 
you were either going to be a preacher, a pimp, or an attorney. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, most of the people, um, like grandmothers, aunts, all of them, uncles, they didn't know what a stylist was. They don't know what a makeup artist is. Like, you could, right. to them, like, that wasn't even something you could make job. money at. That was for white people. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it for me, working in fashion didn't come until um, until college um, okay. because I pivoted and I said, okay, well, I'll double major in um, pre-law and also I'll do journalism. And mm-hmm. I loved hip hop. I loved R&B. And so I had had some experience doing background vocals for different artists. So I wound up like on tour buses for years with rappers, singers, signing NDAs, everything Jaguar Wright is talking about now. Like I'm not endorsing anybody, but I'll tell you, none of it's a lie. Mm-hmm. And so I've been to the parties at celebrities' mm-hmm. houses where you had to give your cell phone to the security guard. Like, yeah. and that pushed me out of music and into fashion. Okay. A friend of mine, there was a local show and a friend, uh, they were supposed to write about it. Um, they couldn't make it. I went in their place, wrote mm-hmm. about it. I loved it. And I started just writing about fashion and from there the styling was like a natural progression and I think as black creatives especially we have to be nuanced um Karen Becky Charles and Chuck and them they can just be writers and be okay because their privilege gives them that extra boost to Mm. get into the door but Mm -hmm. for people like myself and you we have to be nuanced you can't just know how to apply makeup Honey, you got to be a beauty pro. You need to talk about skin. You need to talk about hair. As a fashion editor, I couldn't just write. I had to style, learn fashion marketing, learn Mm -hmm. fashion PR, so that in situations like this, a pandemic, where the Met Gala's canceled, the Emmys Mm -hmm. and Oscars were canceled, you know, I'm not thinking, oh my God, this is my only means of income. I can still pick up a pen and paper and write for five, six, seven, eight. So that's the story of how that all came to be. Okay. And that, see, that is another thing too I was going to get into. This whole year has had us as creatives just down and out, especially when it comes to work. So, like, how have you just been functioning overall, like, um, overcoming this battle? Like, why, uh, I guess now you probably got a chance to just, you know, sit back and watch and see what's going on. Do you, and really, um, I guess, uh, I want to say, what is the word? I guess you really got to dissect what is lacking in the fashion industry. Um, if you, if any, do you see, do you see anything lacking really? I mean, um, in, ter- in terms of like black designers or, you know, yes. like, yes. <laughs> okay. all of the, all of the above, Miss Powder, okay. honey, all of the above, everything mm-hmm. that you, literally mm-hmm. everything that you just said is right. like evidence. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some examples, but first let me say, 
you know, during this pandemic, I mm-hmm. am the busiest that I've ever been. Yeah, um, okay. and, and, and again, to God be the glory. But the reason for that is because, like you, mm-hmm. I am able, I'm blessed to take a situation, see what those uh, opportunities are to mm-hmm. make money, and then attack those opportunities aggressively. Okay. And so, and so, um, you know, but if you're just a stylist, then what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. in terms of, and, and that goes to what you were asking about in terms of what the industry is lacking, because yes, black designers at, at, at an alarming rate. And, and what's interesting is um, the fashion house Telfar, uh, mm-hmm. which is an African-American based uh, fashion house located right in Brooklyn in Bushwick. Okay. I call that hipster hipsterville. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their bags, uh, the designer, well, first of all, uh, as an African-American designer, he won the CFDA award recently. So kudos to him on that. Mm-hmm. The year prior to that, Kirby Jean uh, Raymond won, and he's at Pierre Moss. Okay. So what we're seeing is this lack of Black voices in fashion and people are beginning to do something about it. Now, the reason why I bring up Telfar is because mm-hmm. during this pandemic, his handbags have become the it product. He'll right. release them on Monday at nine o'clock, honey, by 9.30, every bag is sold out. Oprah Winfrey yeah. um, just endorsed one of his totes. And oh, the wow. thing is, and the thing is, it's not even real leather. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a very simple and practical design, but Mm -hmm. in the midst of a pandemic, practicality is what's needed. And nobody understands practicality like Black creatives because we've had to be practical. We've had to, even before the pandemic, figure out, okay, you just Mm -hmm. sat front row, that's cute. What are you going to do, eat or go home? You get what I mean? And so fashion voices... Um, fashion writers, fashion PR, uh, fashion marketing that are uh, ran by and and employing Black creatives, it is because that void has become publicized. And it's become publicized as as, um, as unfortunately the effect that the murder of George Floyd, the murder of Breonna Taylor, the murder Mm -hmm. of Amari Aubrey, the murder of the shooting of Jacob, um, the list goes on. Walter mm-hmm. recently, Wallace, and 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 my mm-hmm. friend Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, because of all these things, people are saying, okay, well now we're not just looking at the police brutality. We're looking at black people who are marginalized in every aspect of the economy, including fashion. Right. And so now the people, the powers that be, are beginning to take notice because. They don't want to lose jobs. We're in the midst of cancel culture. They don't want to get canceled because now we've proven that we're not playing. Right. But you see, that's the thing too. It's just like, is this just a movement for right now, this moment, or is it going to be continuous? And, and I, and I get it, you know, everybody's shining a light and, and 
supporting black owned businesses and um, black entrepreneurs. And, but at the same time, it's just like, this really should have been happening all along. And is it just this 2020 that has everybody? So, okay, let's, you know, let's support the blacks. Let's, you know, and, and, um, we we just as a people like as creatives we just have to work a lot harder create platforms for ourselves because at the end of the day like we don't know what's gonna happen you know and and um even just like career wise like you said we can't just be a fashion stylist we can't just be a makeup artist you have to keep continuously um creating a brand for yourself because at the end of the day, you don't know when it's going to be over, you know? So I really like that fact, uh, especially that you pointed out too about Telfar. I think I believe I saw him on Fox News too, and they were highlighting the bags and everything. And, and it's amazing because we don't see that every day. We don't see a black, you know, man, like, you know, being highlighted like exactly. that. Exactly. Designs. We don't see that. And it doesn't have to be fashion week to, to be, you know, seen. So that was amazing. Um, and, Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I wanted to, I mean, I know within the beauty industry is very, very competitive. Um, I'm sure within the fashion industry as well. Do you see a lack of, do you see a black um, designers or stylists? Do you see like the support amongst each other or is it like everybody's trying to be the it? Because there's only like a handpicked bunch of of blacks within the industry. So are we trying to help each other or are we trying to like break each other down to be that number one, to get that number one spot? Do you find like, do you find yourself um, having any challenges with like, you know, with other uh, black individuals in the industry or? So, okay, so that question is, I know it was a lot. (laughs) No, 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 no. It was an amazing question and here's why. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes and no. I say no because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I create my own platforms. Right. And that to me was a gift. The knowledge, um, the wisdom that came from be still. You don't have to compete. I'm right. going to empower you to empower others. by creating your own platform Mm -hmm. that platform you don't have to you don't have to compete with anybody and not only and not only will you create your own platform but i will have them come to you which is what's been going on with baldwin um Mm -hmm. which is my publication um and (laughs) exactly and 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 but in terms of Black creatives, Black fashion um, editors and stylists, it is um, incredibly competitive. But it's only competitive if you choose to play the game. I won't play that game anymore. I have nothing negative to say about Black, other Black stylists. Mm -hmm. Um, I have nothing negative to say about other Black creatives, at least not in public. Now I may pull you (laughs) to the side and be like, I don't appreciate what you did, and I don't know who you are. Like, you already know how I can be. But at the end of the day, I'm not in public. It's like what my grandmother said, what goes on in this house stays in this house. And I feel like as Black creatives, we have to understand that concept and Mm -hmm. understand it really with some real comprehension because Mm -hmm. it makes us look bad 
Of course. Um, and, and it makes us look like we lack unity every mm-hmm. time we're buying to get in to mm-hmm. see our fashion book. So we're going, I'm going to undercut this stylist to make sure that I get there. Right. Others, others will do it. Others mm-hmm. have done it. Mm-hmm. I will no longer even entertain that and so it's a matter of code switching because you know you know the bible says there's nothing new under the sun and so code switching happens in media that happens in agriculture that happens in finance as black people w.e.b the boy said we have to have a double consciousness in other words there's a white america and a black america you know how to you know how to deal with, you know, if I'm with Samara Powder, um, mm-hmm. I know how to deal with if I'm with Becky, my persona is going to be different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. other people will, other Black creatives might mistreat Samara because they think Becky can get them a little further when really mm-hmm. what, you lack, what you lack understanding in is the fact that Samara looks like you. And mm-hmm. to Becky, y'all both are the same. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's just, oh my God, that's everything in a nutshell. I think everybody can relate to that, what you just said, because we've all experienced these things and it and this is why I have this podcast because I just want to show the black community to we don't have to pull each other down support each right. other there's enough jobs out there for all of us we can create take your take yourself to the next level create that's yes. it you know yes. um be innovative so I and now I, is the time now is course. the time because we have downtime and right. some of us, some of us now have the resources um, mm-hmm. in the state of New York. You were able, if you were a freelancer, to apply mm-hmm. for pandemic unemployment insurance. Right. You know what I mean? So so if you had wisdom, you were, and, and then because rents were furloughed, that mm-hmm. then took care of your overhead. So if mm-hmm. you had wisdom, you were mm-hmm. saving that money mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that when the um, pandemic insurance left, you were you had something to live off of you know what i mean so that downtime can be spent doing what you said creating and innovating you know what i mean exactly and and just really not feeling discouraged because a lot like you said like in your beginning things didn't just happen overnight you know what i'm saying you gotta put in the work and that's a lot that's the biggest misconception is when people see our Instagram pages, you see the following, they see everything is glamorized. It's like, they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. They don't know that for some jobs, hey, we don't even get paid for, you know what I'm saying? It's just at the end of the day, you gotta keep pushing and you gotta see um, that at the end of the tunnel, there is a light and that, you know, we will be successful. So So true. Yes. Um, So in this time that we're living in this season, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, fashion and the type of trends that are happening. What what trends are you um, are you loving right now? Like, what what is what's? I mean, a lot of times people are just home and just liking to lounge and not really go out. So, is that like one of your go tos? Like, what is your fashion trend right now that you love? So this so the trend that I am hoping more people will embrace because here's mm-hmm. the thing you know fashion works months in advance right so mm-hmm. what we're seeing what's out what's available are mm-hmm. collections that were not based on the pandemic 
So we didn't know, uh, or designers didn't necessarily know that this was going to impact us in such a profound way. You know what I mean? Because we had a president that was treating it like it wasn't that big of a deal till he caught it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> right? Is, um, yeah, right. That's all. In the, but that's all in the past because you're not even really the president anymore. It's like right, quiet, right. and mm-hmm. it's not kept that quiet either, child. <laughs> but um, you know, but but but, but right. <laughs> One trend that I okay, look. (laughs) One trend, one trend that I hope we really do embrace is the idea of casual luxury. People Mm -hmm. are more, people are more in the house now than Mm -hmm. ever before. And -hmm. you know, I even asked you, like, what are some makeup things that because you're not getting as much vitamin D? You know what I mean. So, Mm -hmm. what skin products can we use in terms of fashion? You know, it's going to be a matter of if you're a guy, how to necessarily dress up sweats. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. now you're giving us 90s, you know, Jordans, whatever the case may be. You might Perfect. put a chain over it or whatever. If you're a girl, it may be how to dress up jeans and, and a tee. And you mm-hmm. do that with statement jewelry. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Fashion, fashion and dressing, um, people often trivialize because in pop culture, it's not taken that seriously. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Psychological studies and research has shown that getting dressed up, putting on makeup, giving yourself an ear or a statement Mm -hmm. eye or a necklace or a Mm -hmm. bracelet for the day does things to uplift your mood and personality. And Mm -hmm. I think that with all we're going, with all that we're going through right now, especially Black people, we want to Mm -hmm. still get up every day and dress obviously mm-hmm. you're not going to give a heel just to mm-hmm. walk around the house or mm-hmm. to go to the store really quickly but there's a, still a way to be cute in your sneakers there's a way to be cute and you know some fitted sweatpants that make your butt look big hello like there's always a way there's always a way to use what you got to get what you want Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So casual luxury is really the trend of the moment. And it's going to be the big trend until all of this is over because people aren't going anywhere. The restaurants in New York um, mm-hmm. have not opened back up. We had yesterday nationwide the biggest um uh, outbreak ever of mm-hmm. coronavirus. So with Biden now transitioning into office and the COVID-19 uh, pandemic being his number one priority, what we're going to mm-hmm. see is more quarantines. And what we're going to see is the closing back up of America, I believe. Mm-hmm. And in that case, we're going to have to um, in terms of just style um, and fashion, roll with the punches. So, it, it, you know, there may be a week where you're not able to leave your house um, right. like it was in the beginning of March and April. And so do you just stay in bed in your PJs? You may have some days like that. I wouldn't blame you if you did, child. I know I did. But then <laughs> other day, okay? But then other days, you may want to be like, look, I got to open this window and pretend I'm outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be cute for that. Let me put on this earring real quick in case <laughs> my nigga drive by real quick. You know what I mean? Like, you right. you know, I open the window up and let him see me posing, giving a little bit of a face <laughs> or whatever. Like, you know, so 
Yeah, it's 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 all about dressing up, um, like how to move with a casual situation mm-hmm. and bringing some everyday glamour to it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm crazy, girl. Unapologetic was always. <laughs> I can't expect nothing less. Listen. <laughs> But that's what we love. We love the realness. This is what it is. It's you're being raw, authentic, and you're speaking what others are thinking. So please, thank yes. you for that. <laughs> so um, what is next for James? Where do you see yourself career business-wise? What is the next elevation for you? Um, I don't, I, let's see. Oh, well, I did write a book. Oh, congrats, yay. Yes, honey, she's cute too, child, yes. How are you keeping her from me? Come on now. Girl, listen, (laughs) it was a surprise, child. I said, oh, you want me to do this podcast? Let me come on here with my book real quick. Speak, listen, promote one time. The floor is yours. Yes, so um, the book is called The Mode Book, How to Break into Fashion Journalism. And it's essentially... Um, it's a guidebook, um, almost like a reference companion for people who write but want to write about fashion. Okay. And it's really unique in that it um, not only includes advice and tips and examples and all the mm-hmm. things you would expect from mm-hmm. a reference book, but it's 131 pages of curated fashion, um, styled and creative directed by me. So not only is it a book, but it's almost like a fashion collectible. It's something okay. that can sit on your coffee table book, uh, a coffee table, um, mm-hmm. like a coffee table book, because mm-hmm. it has all of those fashion elements. So even if you're a fashion lover and you just want to see some strong editorials and mm-hmm. things that you can take with you, this is going to be um, the book for you. So I wrote that and I was super, super excited about it. It's carried, it's being carried um, in 26 stores so far. Um, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target. Oh my God, I am so happy. I'm yes. so proud of you. Listen, I'm, child, because you, you know where I came from, honey. Okay? I know. Listen. Oh this is amazing. Listen. This so, is amazing. Um, I was able to do that. And um, what else? Oh, I'm working on a guided journal um, for the moment for Black Lives Matter. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be the Knowledge of Self journal. And it's for millennials, um, men, Black men, Black women. And it has over 200 writing prompts, Mm -hmm. um, playlists that I've put together, um, also curated black fashion, Mm -hmm. um, affirmations, and things that you can, you know, like a journal that kind of keeps you woke in the midst of everything that's going on. So I'm hoping that that will drop in, in December, the beginning of December, so I can catch some of those holiday sales. Yes, because and I have to get my copy. Listen, yes, child, <laughs> and um, things are going great with Baldwin. Um, mm-hmm. And we, I'm currently managing a staff of 24. Okay, and we are always looking for more contributors. Um, and Baldwin does pay its contributors, FYI. So all of that information is available on medium.com forward slash the dash Baldwin. And in terms of where I see myself, um, I just really want to um, 
elevate myself to a position where I can uh, take people like myself and if they have opportunities to go to Fashion Week or things of that nature, they don't have to worry about what I had to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like, you know, my story was very unique early on mm -hmm. and I couldn't find anybody like myself. And I met with a lot of career advisors and they said, um, you know, well, just find somebody and that you like and model yourself after. And I said, okay, well, this one writes, but I also style. And this one styles, but they don't write. And this mm -hmm. one writes books, but they don't do. So it's, it's, it's been a journey for sure. But one thing that I'm looking forward to is um, enrolling in grad school again. I already have a Master of Arts in English, okay. but I'm looking to get my PhD in Black Studies because mm -hmm. I want to niche, I want to kind of carve out a niche for myself in this industry um, mm -hmm. where activism and fashion and black history collide. Dang. And so that's where I see my brand going. This is also amazing. You guys heard it first, listen. Yeah, so I heard it first. Exclusively, exclusively on Powder Fix Six. Listen, I, I, this is no Don't lie. Doubt I don't know anything Powder. about it. <laughs> Listen, so you guys, James needs people to collab with. Please reach out, James. Please tell the people where they can find you. I know you. You said you know the website. I will have it at the bottom. Don't worry at the end. Okay. But please, again, just let the people know where they can contact you. Absolutely. So on Instagram and Twitter, I'm uh, found at James R. Sanders. Mm -hmm. And my website is www.jamesrsanders.com. Okay. So Perfect. what you can't find in one place, you can definitely find in the other. And I'm James R. Sanders across the board. Right. And when that book drops, just put me first on that list. I'm not lying to you. I'm so serious. I would love yes. to just engage in more of James. So well, you know, we need a powder book, child. You know, we need a powder book. <laughs> Listen, you you set in the bar too high now. Like, let me just let me just, you know, try to get this this powder fix at six. Like, you know, you are forced <laughs> to be reckoned with, child. Come on here. I'm trying, yes. I'm trying, I'm trying, but this is this is what it's about. It's me talking to people like you that inspire me and that make me think of, hey, maybe Miss Powder can write a book. But you know what? Let me read yours first. And then, right. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll slowly seek advice. But no, yes. I am so happy. Please show that book one more time for the people. Yes, so child. Can you and the name of it. The main, yes, the, main the mode, book? the mode book, the mode, mode. book. I'm sorry, uh -huh. and in French, mode means style. Oh, you know, just put a little yes. flavor up in there. Little French, honey, a little French. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, I I know a little thing because I'm from Canada, so you know, you know, I know a little. Thing. Yes, I know you got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always always a pleasure speaking to you, yes. James. You are just like this is so this is so fun for me. It's so exciting just me knowing that it's I was nice gonna to catch you. up. I know. Yes. I know we need to we definitely need to see each other more but I I just I I know you're a busy individual and taking Same an honey, hour out mom. I know it's not easy I this is <laughs> this right here is my outlet and it, it just like oh. this is like what makes me 
say, you know what? I, I remember what I'm about and why I love doing what I'm doing. And it's people like you that make me want to keep going. So thank you so oh, much for your thank time, you. your contribution to yes. the community, Black culture. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> Listen, and this movement is just going to keep going and going because of people like you. So thank you so much. Oh, oh I hear the baby. Let's. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. I have to. I have to. You guys. I, I'll introduce him one day to the podcast. But you know, right now it's all about me. Listen, let this just be I about me. Right. And <laughs> all right, but you thank earned you. it. Thank, thank you. you so much, James. I love you. Take care, yes, and we'll see you soon. You guys have a good one. Powder fix this six. Thank you. Powder fix yes. this six. James R. Sanders. All right.